0: Welcome to the Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I am your host, Mindy Querio and I'm a small town go-to girl next door who is obsessed with helping others see more for themselves so they can thrive in all areas of life. I love researching all the things like wellness, mindset, relationships, you name it. If I'm obsessed with it, I get hyper-focused on it and I research the crap out of it, and then I share it with you. If those are things that you're also obsessed with, then keep listening and let's become new best friends. Welcome to another episode of the Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I'm your host, Mindy Wender-Querio, and today I wanted to talk about friendships, navigating friendships, developing a healthy friendship radar, and some red flags when it comes to toxic friendships. And I'm no expert, I'm just, like I said, I want it to be very conversational today and I'm just gonna give you what I believe and what I've learned through experience in my 39 years of life. So let's just get right into it. First of all, I say this all the time. I preach this all the freaking time and it's a quote and I tell my kids this, I tell my husband this, I tell all my friends this, because it's true. You are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with the most. The people who you are surrounding and spending the most time with, that is who you will become. Here's another quote by Hans Hansen. People inspire you or they drain you. And I was just reading something about introverts and extroverts. And I was like, "There's, it's just so weird because like an introvert is drained by so- social setting and an extrovert is energized by social setting. But I'm the type of person that some people... Give me energy and inspire me, and then other people like drain and deplete my energy. So, if you are like me and I'm an extroverted introvert, so I think that is just like us intuitively feeling like this person is a good person, like energy wise. Like, I feel good, they give me energy, they inspire me, they're uplifting. Those people, obviously, I feel like I'm energized by those people. And the people that are always like complaining or nagging or whatever, those people, not so much. I'm drained. I am drained. And I'm sure right now you're thinking, be honest, right now, you are listening to this in your car or at home or whatever, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my gosh, that is so true. That's me. So in my opinion, when I sit back and I really sit back and think, what friends do I want? What makes a good friend in my opinion? I choose my friends by people who improve my health, like my mental health, people who lift me up. I don't know if you rate this very high, but like you have to have a sense of humor. Like like, I cannot hang out with you unless you are you're laughing all the time. You like to have fun. You have a good sense of humor and you don't take life so seriously. And it's not every single situation. You can like laugh at yourself and you can laugh at some situations. I like I get it. Sometimes you just, you got to be serious. But other times it's like if you fall down or if something happens, you're just like can laugh it off. That's my type of friend. And those people who are always supportive of me. I don't want somebody who it's like, I feel, I feel nervous or insecure sharing great things in my life because I'm like, what are they going to say? Are they going to judge me? Are they going to give me a jealous vibe? Are they going to make fun of me? I, I'm not into that. That Those aren't the people that I like, I'm drawn to the people I'm drawn to. Cause I really do feel like I have a great, healthy friendship radar, like a good person radar. I just I, it's like energetically, I'm like, it's magnetic. I can see and feel like a good person, a genuine person from a mile away. Add this to my list of what makes a great friend is somebody who's authentic, real, It like fake. I can see that from a mile away. Like if you are gonna come to me and just be like, it's just so buttoned up and so perfect all the time and can't be vulnerable and it's just... Or like just, I don't know, even a fake voice. I get, It's cringy to me. It's so cringy. I cannot, I don't have a fake friend. I do not surround myself with one person who's fake because I can't take it. So that's my little list. And we're going to get into more and go into deeper into, li- again, this is just going to be conversational. So I'm just going to share things and i'm sure you can relate because we're all human right nobody's perfect and we can we probably all have these experiences in our life and maybe i hope at least i can help one person today with navigating and finding healthy friendships so family we don't get to pick we don't get to pick that i'm blessed that i have a great family but not everybody is and If In those cases, we don't get to pick those. But here's the good news for today. You do have a choice when it comes to who you spend the most time with. You do have a choice when it comes to friendships. So I'm going to go through some things so you can, as you're going through and maybe reevaluating. Here we are, December 2023. It's the end of the year. We're getting into a new year. Maybe something on your goal list or something that you want to work on in 2024 is your relationships. And that could be like nurturing the great relationships and friendships you have now, or it might be removing yourself or spending less time. It doesn't mean you have to just like ghost people out of your life, but spending less time with the people who aren't serving you or aren't making you feel good about yourself or are jealous of you and those things of that nature. So what's normal or toxic in a friend group? Think about your friend group right now. And I want you to be very honest with yourself. If all of your friends are like in debt and don't care and they're always just spending too much money and complaining that they're broke, that is the normal. So to you, what's registering to you, if you're in a friend group and you're spending majority of your time in this friend group and the norm is that everybody's in debt, complaining about being broke and continue to spend more than they earn, that's going to feel normal to you. So when something feels like the norm, guess what? You're gonna do more of that. So if that's normal in your friend group, that's gonna feel normal to you. Or all of your friendships are like, they're unhealthy. Like in your friend group, everybody's unhealthy. Nobody works out, nobody eats clean, nobody cares about supplements, nobody cares about any of that crap. And that's okay. This is all about what you want. In a friend. This is all what you want, like who you want to become. Because again, you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with the most. So if that's true, if you want to be healthy, you want to start eating clean, whatever, and your friend group does not, you might have to either get your friends on board or remove yourself or distance yourself or spend less time in that friend group because that's not going to serve you because that's still, you, you're you going to fall into that unhealthy trap if that's who you're surrounding yourself with if you are a new christian and you just found jesus and you're like high on jesus and you if you are in a friend group with non-believers no judgment there is absolutely no judgment i'm not saying if somebody doesn't believe in jesus x them out of your life absolutely not but again who you surround yourself with the most you get the point so i would just probably And I'm gonna give you tips on trying to find new friendships that serve you and that line up with your priorities as you are now, because we grow, we change, we evolve. And that means that your friend group might have to change and evolve as well. It doesn't mean you have to ghost anybody, we don't have to sit somebody down and be like, I believe in Jesus now, or I'm starting a fitness program now, or I'm starting a new business now. So I can't be your friend. None of that needs to happen. That is so dramatic. If somebody is telling you that needs to happen, they are very comfortable with confrontation, which is the opposite of me. I'm not a confrontational person whatsoever, but also it's dramatic. Just distance yourself and that's fine. Love them from afar. Spend some time with it. It's fine to spend time with them, but just not majority of your time. If you have a friend group that's constantly full of gossip and drama, that's norms to you. So you're gonna be gossiping more often. You're gonna be focused on the drama. That's not what we want. Well, maybe it is. If that's what you want, that's great. And by the way, can I just say I love reality TV, love. And I love when I meet up with my like my friend Brittany. She she's my friend, but also she has a podcast that I forget what it's called. Oops, I gossiped again. I believe it's called. Anyway, so. Follow her. It's really she talks about all the reality TV gossip and stuff like that, and I love that stuff. It's not like I'm gossiping about my friends. It's the reality TV, and it's like, oh my gosh, did you hear when what's her name said name them name them? If you watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you know what I'm talking about. But I like can't get that line out of my head. It's so funny. Me, my husband, I had to show him the clip because no, he doesn't not watch that show, and we say it all the time now. So. Gossip about other people like in real life, not reality TV. If there's drama, everyone's always like up in arms about something and they're gossiping about this person. And did you hear this? Did you hear that this person this? And I know we all are guilty of that. So I'm not judging you. Just be clear. I'm not judging you. And I'm also not judging your friends. I'm just saying that if you want to not be doing that and wasting your time on that and dwelling on negativity, I would probably find new friends and distance yourself from that old friend group. Again, don't ghost them. Just find new friends that aren't into the drama and negativity and that lift you up and that you feel good and re-energize you. Last example I'll give you, if your entire friend group has like, do you know that, let me ask you this, dude, be honest. Do you have somebody in your life where something is said, Something is done and it's not nice or it's not a good thing. But like the emotional response from this person is like you would think somebody killed their dog or somebody stabbed them in the back like legit with a knife, (laughs) like they're in the hospital stab. If you're around a friend group that their reactions to situations, their emotional reactions are like To another level. It doesn't match the offense, is what I'm saying. That is going to, whether you think, hey, I'm a logical, reasonable person, I'm level headed, it doesn't matter. If that's your friend group and that's who you're spending the most time with, you're going to have like high, like, not, it doesn't match the offense. Like, that's going to be your emotional reaction. And I sit back and when I see that, I always think to myself, think of a mentor in your life i'm always like okay what, what like would tony robbins react this way <laughs> no he's not reactive look would a therapist react this way not that we're tony robbins not that we're therapists and we are all human and we've all been there i've just last night had an emotional reaction because i was triggered by something my husband said this was a, a discussion just privately between him and i and we were talking about something about one of my special needs children and I get very, I'm very, like, overly protective of my children. Parents, you can relate to this, especially moms. But, like, on another level if you're a special needs mom. And the, we have a blended family. And I'm going to do a whole episode on this. And I want to have Joey on, my husband on, too. Because he has two biological, his two biological children are neurotypical. And then I have three children and two of which have special needs. So it was, there was, we had to do a lot of work when we blended this family and I personally and he personally separately, we've had to read a lot of books, listen to podcasts, do a lot of journaling, do a lot of praying, going to therapy, doing it together separately. We had to do a lot of work internally to Gitto, it's just a lot of things. Go. We both went through a divorce and then we start dating and it's brand new. And then we're blending a huge family of seven together and there's special needs involved. I just feel like I'm such an advocate for kids with autism or any special needs that I just feel like any chance I get, my emotional reaction to can be off at, some t- at times. Now, when I'm on my game, I feel like I'm pretty good and I'm pretty level-headed and I want to educate. So I have to actually do this when I do my journaling as I have to talk to myself and be like, okay, my role as Lily and Hudson's mother and just as a mother in general, but as an advocate and since I do put myself out, out there on this podcast, on social media, on my blog, on my YouTube and, and I do share our journey a lot, like I need to ask myself, what's my role in this? What, how can I serve other people in this? How can I serve the special needs community? Having a very high emotional reaction when somebody may say something that triggers me ain't serving anyone. But last night I was not on my game and Joey wasn't on his game because what his comment sent me off. But again, I'm in control of my emotions and I went off a little bit and then we, two seconds later, like I went and finished doing, my kids were taking showers and getting them bedtime. Then we met, in our room and he said sorry i said sorry we had like a talk about it but i was very clear to him even though my reaction was a little high i meant every word so see what i'm saying your emotional reaction can be so high that people aren't going to even hear what you're saying they're not going to take you seriously you know what i mean so if you just like calm down take a breath remind yourself what's my role in this and then express yourself my emotional reaction sometimes isn't on point and level headed either so no judgment to you no judgment to your friend group but you get what i'm saying it's that friend or friend group that every single time it's that way that's gonna be somebody or a group in my opinion who i personally would distance myself from i can't take it those are just some examples so now if you spend time with people who have balance in their life who prioritize their marriage and their friendships Who you know if you I'm I'm gonna go off of things that are important to me and then you can just insert what's important to you. How's that? Because again, we're just having a conversation as friends here. So to me, what's important is a healthy lifestyle. I feel like somebody would be annoyed with me having them in my friend group. And sure, I have friends that because I maybe I'm a little over the top with certain things. But and you guys probably already know that by hearing my skincare episode and just all the things. But. I, and, and I can laugh at that. I don't need ev- I don't need my friends to have the same beliefs as me. I don't need my friends to have do the same skincare routine or new supplements or workouts or whatever. But I do value being around people who also prioritize their health, prioritize their marriage, prioritize their friendships. They like to have balance in their life. They have strong relationships in other areas of their lives. They're genuine. They're not fake. They are genuine, authentic people and they will be vulnerable. Do you ever have that friend that is so perfect that they never, and I, I mentioned this already, but you have that friend that is just like too perfect and never has a problem with anything. And it's just, dude, I can't relate to you. <laughs> not to be brat about it, but like, and by the way, I just want to say side note is I do swear sometimes. Yes, I'm a Christian. But I do have a glass of wine sometimes. I do swear sometimes. Just want to know what you're getting into here. But I try not to on this podcast because I listen to podcasts and I have five kids in the car on the way to school, and I'm like, okay, and I have to turn it off. It's like when that friend, that one friend that's a swear box, calls you and you have it on speakerphone and you just don't even know what's coming at you, and it's f bomb, f bomb, and your kids are there. Not that my kids have never heard a swear either, like. It's fine, but I would just rather you be able to comfortably listen to this in the in your car and not have to be nervous that I'm going to be F-bombing or saying inappropriate things. And I, if I ever do an episode like that, because I probably will, I will make sure to give you a heads up in the beginning of the episode so you're like, okay, listening to this later when I'm in the bath or doing my skincare routine at night or whatever. Okay. Back at it. So I just don't relate to people that are too perfect, like not vulnerable at all, and they just feel like they have all their crap together and whatever. All that's great. It's totally fine. But I need somebody who has some flaws. Let's just be honest. I don't relate to perfect people. And the last thing is that. They're not perfect because even if you're a Christian, I feel like Christians are always held up on this pedestal like you can't do anything wrong. And if you do, you're judged 10 times harder, which whatever. But Christians are humans and we make mistakes. And just because you, hey, I'm a human, I can make mistakes as a Christian, that doesn't, that's not a get out of jail free card that you're like, oh, well, I can make mistakes. Not at all like that. But at the same time, I, always have in the back of my head when I'm referring to my friends or like my relationships it's like we're all human we make mistakes like the example I gave you when I had a fight with my husband last night I made a mistake he made a mistake we came together we had a adult conversation we both spoke our piece he said I didn't mean it that way well I took it that way I misinterpreted it I'm sorry you're sorry blah we're done it was a learning opportunity for us same thing with friendships but I like to look for the people who have a very kind heart and they do the right thing. They don't always do the right thing, but majority 80 to 90% of the time when you know things are when they're on their game and being who they are at their core, they have morals and they have good character and high integrity, and that's what I look for in a friendship. Also, they will call you out on your BS that they will be like hey you know what you did really good at this but this is something i would change or hey you know what i noticed that you're doing a little too much of this or you're they'll but you it's a friend that you trust so much and you love so much and they and you know that they love you so much that you're like you it's okay you receive it in a positive way for an example i just was in vegas with a group of friends and we had so much fun we went to the garth brooks concert And at the dinner table, a good friend of mine, Brandy, shout out to Brandy. We've been friends since I was 18. So she's just one of those friends, though, that she's very honest. She will shoot you straight because not to be she's not being a brat. She's not trying to be rude. She's very honest because she has your best interest or she has my anyway, and I've known this since I was 18 years old. She's always had my back and she always has my best interest in mind. So we're sitting at dinner and she's like, I got to tell you something about your podcast. And immediately I'm like, oh God, okay, buckle up. I love feedback. You just got to have some thick skin because I am a little sensitive. I want the feedback, but I am a little sensitive too. So I was like, she's like, I was listening to your, and and also coming from her, I know she's going to be honest with me, which I want. This is what I want. I want my friends who love me and want me to do well and succeed. That's who I want feedback from. Not the troll on social media. You know what I'm saying? So she said, I listened to your podcast and I was like listening for like, oh, because you're new at it. She didn't mean it to me. And she's just like, you're so new at it. I was listening like, you know, where I could give you feedback or maybe you wouldn't be like speaking well or whatever. And I cannot tell you how proud I am of you because... It was great. You seem like such a natural. You're such a natural speaker. You're so good at this. Just praise, praise me. But at the same time, she was honest with me saying, hey, I was going to shoot you straight. I was looking for stuff to tell you. And so far, I haven't found anything. But if she does, she'll tell me. And I appreciate that. That's the friend you want. And you have to be, don't be defensive. That's on you too. We all have to have self-awareness. And I talk about this, I think I talked about this on the, a couple episodes ago, about like in my hyper-focused journal that I created, I literally have a self-evaluation that I have you do at the beginning of the quarter, the beginning of your journal, and then I end the journal after 90 days of using this, I end it with a self-evaluation. I am all about self-awareness and evaluating yourself and just judging yourself, To see where you can improve and what you're doing and where you can celebrate yourself. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And so it it, it does take some self-awareness with you. If you have a friend who's coming to you with love and is genuine and wants you to succeed and they give you some feedback and you have to be open to it and it might sting, it might sting, but get over it, (laughs) get over it and absorb it. Pray about it. Make sure that it was from a genuine person and accept it. And hopefully they do it gently and and have your feelings in mind as well. But at the same time, we want our friends to be honest with us. They lift you up when you're moving outside your comfort zone. So like if you're doing something scary, like again, me starting this podcast How did my friends react? Were they just like not um, supportive, not listening? They were like, oh, making fun of me for it? Or were they lifting me up? Like, yes, go for it. You should have a podcast. My friends were telling me for years, you need a podcast. You would be a great podcaster. My nickname is Minnow. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that on this podcast before. but So if I say Minnow sometimes, that's me. (laughs) They're like, Minnow, seriously. All my best friends, my husband, my stepchildren, they all call me Minnow it's a nickname I've had since I was, I think one or two years old. So it's stuck. So those people who are wanting to lift you up, they are going to lift you up when you are moving outside your comfort zone. They will ask you questions to check your motives, to make sure that you are on the right track. Like, Hey, okay. So like, why are you doing this? And whatever. And I've also had people friends of mine, they're like, why would you do that? And I did have people that weren't supportive. I do have friends that don't listen to the show, and I'm okay with that. But like, it just just evaluate yourself. Evaluate what's important to you, evaluate what who's lifting you up, and evaluate how these friendships are making you feel. Another thing is, they are legit happy for you when something great happens for you, instead of dumbing you down, or making fun of you, or making you feel less than, like, oh, whatever. Or like they almost, you get a vibe that they're jealous of you. That like, no. But like those friends that are legit happy for you and you finish a project and they want to take you out for drinks or they want to take you to dinner and stuff like that. I have another friend, Ashley Smith. Shout out to Ashley Smith. I know you'll listen because you're a great friend. But she even will snap me and be like, I'm so proud of you. This is so awesome. And she'll still, every week, she'll snap me a picture from her and her, like her, thing in her car that has like my face on it for obsessed or not interested podcasts. Like that's freaking cool. And then I, when I was developing the hyper-focused journal, I was just so excited about it. When I'm like hyper-focused on something, <laughs> I just want to talk your ear off about it because I'm so excited. And so I was talking with her about it and she was just like praising it and giving me feedback, like good feedback too. That's the type of friend that you want in your corner. That's the type of friend I want anyways that's what's important to me and you're able to have these uncomfortable conversations with your friends that might you might have to and I hate confrontation but at the same time I my my love for my friends outweighs how uncomfortable I get with confrontation so if it's something that I'm like I'm very uncomfortable but just the other day my friend came to me and she's like can you believe this happened can you believe this person and I was uncomfortable doing this But my love for this friend outweighed how uncomfortable I felt. So I was like, actually, I have to be honest with you. And here's my opinion. I see the other. I see where you're coming from. And I understand right now it's like it just happened. We can get emotional. But I like literally understand where that person's coming from. And I just want to be honest. And it, it doesn't land well all the time. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. But the friendships that are like healthy friendships, in my opinion, you're able to have those uncomfortable conversations and you're not like oh my god that and you're not just going behind that person's back to talk smack about them because they called you out or because they just went against whatever your thing is they are doing that because they love you so if you're the friend that like when somebody calls you out or has that uncomfortable conversation or whatever and you're running to a different friend to talk smack look in the mirror and same for me this isn't me calling you out to be rude This is same for me. We all need these refreshers. We all need to self-evaluate. It is so key to, and this is why I journal. I journal every morning during my morning routine. And in that hyper-focused journal, I literally have a whole page for journaling every single day because I don't only journal in the morning and I only do it for three minutes or less. I also like to journal at night. Do I always do it? Nope, because sometimes I'm too tired or sometimes whatever. But I like to journal at night to reflect on the things that happened that day. And I like to give myself a good old pat on the back here. What did I do good today? What are the top three good things? Even if it was a bad thing, a good thing that came out of it. Like what's the lesson that happened today from that bad thing? Same thing when you have a reaction to somebody calling you out or whatever. Self-awareness can be done through journaling. Like, why did I feel like that? You can work through all life's problems if you start journaling. That is like something I just added in 2023 and now I'm like gonna force all of you because now I'm obsessed with it. So I'm gonna get you obsessed with it. There's gonna be a whole episode on journaling. So stay tuned. The last thing is the people who I love to surround myself with are people who make you step up and move outside your comfort zone, not only are like cheering you on because you are moving outside your comfort zone, but how about those people that are encouraging you? Like, come on, you need to do this and you need to, come on, do this workout program with me. Or like, they're encouraging. They want what's best for you and they're inviting you into doing that. Or like my friends that were like, Minnow, you need to do a podcast. You have to do this. You'd be so good at it. That's a good fricking friend, in my opinion. You have greatness. Okay, now I'm your friend. So make sure you're turning up the volume because I got something to say to you, friend. You have greatness inside of you. So stop investing time with people who are making excuses, who are negative, who are bringing you down, who are always complainers, who are jealous, and insert whatever else because you have greatness inside of you it's time for you to step up and how you're going to step up starting today is by evaluating the friendships you currently have and evaluating the people who you're spending the most time with and looking at those friendships and saying hey i have greatness inside of me are they going to be on board with me? are they coming with me on this ride are they serving me? Are they lifting me up? Are they supporting me or are they bringing me down and pulling me away from my greatness? That's a tough question. This is going to take self-awareness and self-evaluation and thought and prayer. So the last thing I'm going to say to you, and then part two will be next week, but the last thing I'll say to you on this episode is invite God Into this whole thing. Invite God, invite journaling, and invite prayer. Because you might feel very scared to let go of these relationships. And again, I'm going to go into toxic relationships, red flags, how to set boundaries, and how to initiate new friendships. That's going to be next week on part two. Because I just feel like this is, I don't want to go too long. I want this to be bite-sized for you so you can absorb and, and move on with your day. But you should pray on this because God will show you if somebody is for you or if somebody's not. So if you ever had a relationship, like a friendship die, and it's like you, months, years, whatever down the road, you look back and you're thinking, wow, that was serving me, having that person out of my life. And I would have never removed that person from my life on my own. But like, I'm so grateful God did that solid for me because that has served me ever since. Again, wait for next week. Part two is going to be bomb. I want you though, before I let you go, I'm going to remind you that you have greatness inside you. And you heard me just talk about what I think of like a good healthy friendship is and what I need and what I look for. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a second and share this podcast share this podcast but don't share it with the friends who you didn't feel that way about i want you to send this personally to that friend who is always uplifting who is always in your corner who's always your biggest cheerleader who's genuine and kind and not like fake and perfect who is that person to you and maybe you have many But I want you to shoot them a text, a DM, whatever you want to do with this episode. But along with this episode, a little thank you. It could just be a sentence. Thank them for being a great friend. All right, you guys have a great week and you'll get part two next week. Seriously, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I love connecting with you on social media. So if you guys want, please shoot me a DM at either our podcast Instagram, which is at obsessed or not interested, or even my personal Instagram, which is at Mindy Wender. I check them both, so either is fine. Oh, and truly, if this has helped you even 1%, if you could do me huge solid and leave me a rating and review, that would mean the world to me. When you guys do that, here's why I really love it. It's because it helps the podcast be able to reach more women who want and need this. So truly, that is like the best compliment you could ever give me is just leaving ratings and reviews for this podcast. Anything that I talked about in today's episode, any links or resources, you will find that in the show notes. Thank you for listening to today. Can't wait to chat more in the DMs and don't forget to tune in next Tuesday.